Welcome to Another Orbit, a podcast exploring our musical past, present, and future favorites as they unfold. I'm Kaliza. I'm Suzef. And, and we're, we're from, from Other Orbit. Orbit, a collective of DJs, musicians, and artists from Los Angeles, California. Today's episode is going to be our, quote, guilty pleasures, unquote. <laughs> However, I have to be very real with you all that I refuse to inflict any more shame onto myself because saying that these are guilty pleasures is implying I'm ashamed of liking these. And as a woman, I will be criticized for everything from ordering a fucking pumpkin spice latte to wearing black jeans in the summer. So guess what, bitch? I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Amen. Amen. Right? Like, I don't technically we don't believe in guilty pleasures, right. but these are songs that, you know, our listeners may not expect us to like. Yeah or yes. champion yeah. or be yeah. obsessed with or anything because i know with our previous episodes we may have you know had a lot of selections that are more obscure uh-huh yeah or totally. maybe we picked you know if they were more popular you know it's not songs that maybe kind of i don't i don't know frowned yeah. upon or people might I'm think are corny say, like, you know these are more unexpected hits we actually like. yeah i think that's a better way like, i think that's a be better real. way to, yeah because yeah. yeah. i mean i was ashamed of one of my choices um yeah. but it it's mainly because it was just associated with a genre of music that was like associated for old people or like yeah, you know like, exactly uh, yeah whatever yeah no I, I more on that later i but. totally hear you i mean you know it's easy to kind of judge yourself <laughs> yeah for a lot of things including music you like for but it's everything like, yeah exactly but i guess you just have to like what you like and just own the shit out of it and you know? we are and so we decided to host a whole fucking episode actually this is gonna be the first of many yeah because we have so many guilty pleasures. yeah they're endless like they just really it, it was, was hard yeah. for us to actually they narrow, narrow it, it down. down yeah it was hard guys so yes. we did it and we're gonna have more episodes uh definitely on this topic so definitely tune in for the future so with that being said what's your first choice Suze? now i never thought in a million years <laughs> that i, I would be <laughs> i would be absolutely in love with and what obsessed with what is it a song Featuring a fucking Jonas brother. <laughs> okay, you heard that right. One, uh, jo- one of the oh me- one of the brothers in the Jonas Brothers. Oh, so it's not a Jonas Brothers song. It is no. a, one of the offshoot bands. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Think it's I might it's know a member of yeah. A, it's a, yeah, not a Jonas Brothers song, but it is definitely unmistakably a Jonas brother in that band. Okay, okay. Never. Oh my God. I never okay. thought I would say that. All the right. song is by DNCE, and it's called "Cake by the Ocean." Oh my God. <laughs> Yes! Okay, here's a clip. Yeah, here's a clip. So carefully, let's
when I first heard the song, I had no idea the guy who sang it with that fucking unmistakable <laughs> falsetto was Joe Jonas. Yes! Okay? <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, I just remember hearing it. I thought it was catchy. And again, I'm a sucker for a falsetto. It you know what I mean? It is. Yeah. It's a serious earworm. It is like a fun, summery little bop that it, no matter how many times I heard, I still couldn't get sick of it. Like it was yeah. one of those songs that I never felt got Absolutely. played out. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. It is a bop, dude. Yeah. It really is. It is a good song. Like that intro guitar riff. Uh -huh. to, I mean... I was so shocked that yeah. when I found out who was in that band, I was like, you are freaking kidding me. <laughs> These Disney-ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, Did it make you go check out the Jonas Brothers afterwards? Oh, or definitely no? not. No, definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely not. not that much. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, I listened to, a, I think, an, um, a few of the other songs on the DNCE album. but And I had no idea it was actually about sex. What? Cake by oh. the Ocean is a metaphor for sex, apparently. I guess, you know, having you know, sex by the beach, not the oh, alcoholic God. First drink. First of all, yeah. let's talk for a second. Yeah. Sex on the beach is disgusting, <laughs> people. Not because yeah. it's in a public place. There's sand. Yeah. There's sand crabs. You're all salty. Mm -hmm. You're dry Not that kind of salty. Yeah. Well, maybe dry. <laughs> yeah. <No>, just kidding. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> yeah. so gross. Right? So anyway, the band DNCE was actually formed by Joe Jonas okay. and two members of his of the of the Jonas Brothers backing band, drummer Jack Lawless and the guitarist Jinju Lee. And uh, jo Joe Jonas apparently began working with songwriter Justin Trantner. Have you heard of him? No. He's from a band called Semi Precious Weapons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I saw open up for Lady Gaga ten years ago at what was then known as the Nokia Theater, which is today the Microsoft Theater. Whoa! I, and I thought they were kind of cool. I was like, yeah, yeah they're kind of cool. And I had no idea that man would be responsible <laughs> for me liking a song by one of the fucking Jonas Brothers. Okay, I had no oh idea. Oh my god! I had no idea. But apparently he's uh yeah just. Justin Trantner has become a songwriter and has written hits for other people, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, right? That collaboration led to uh, Joe Jonas and the bass player for uh, Semi-Precious Weapons, uh -huh. Cole Whittle. He joined the group full-time, and they actually named themselves DNCE after the name of a song written for their upcoming... You know, the uh -huh. their debut album that they were recording at the time. Right. And... That song lyrically spoke of being too drunk to spell the word dance. And the guitarist Jinju Lee uh, apparently said that much like the spelling of the word, you don't have to be a perfect dancer to dance in life. Huh. That's pretty deep, huh? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah. And apparently they're on hiatus now because the Jonas Brothers got back together. Aww. But the song is apparently incorporated into the Jonas Brothers set. And here's another fucking funny fact. Did you know that Joe's brother Nick... Okay. Uh huh. He formed a band in like 2009 called Nick Jonas and the Administration as a side project from the Jonas Brothers before they like broke up or went on hiatus or whatever, right? Now, that band contained, okay, had three members, three original members from Prince's New Power Generation. What? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. fucking Yeah, with Michael me. Bland, Tommy Barbarella, and Sonny Thompson. Yeah, apparently so. What? Can you believe that? Yeah. Oh my fucking <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah. I wonder what Prince had to say. <laughs> I wonder what Prince was like. Jo I'm sorry, who? Jonas, Nick who? Jo yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? 
Right, Who's I know. Nicole Jones? I know. Oh my god. I know. Yeah, isn't impressive. That, isn't that way to go, Nick? I know. Right? I mean, you got to be talented to be able to play with fucking Prince's um, backing no, band. No, I'm not. Yeah, let's that not is kid like ourselves. Improvisation, fucking let's, heaven there. No, yeah, let's. I mean, yeah, yeah for them to agree to that because oh, they yeah. didn't have to. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm sure they did not have to agree to that, but nope. it happened, and they apparently toured and performed, and let's kind of like. That's actually. That's cool. Yeah, the freaking Jonas Brothers, okay? Yeah. The they Jonas Brothers. They went corny as fuck to yeah. like, wow, I think they I know mean, how to fucking be good musicians. <laughs> That's, what an, I had yep. no fucking idea. Way to go, dude. So, yeah, so that was my little story on the Jonas Brothers <laughs> and how they've impacted my life. <laughs> <laughs> Me, a mid-35-year-old lady. This is how the Jonas yeah, Brothers. Yeah, this have... is how the, yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, my goodness. So, Liz, um... <laughs> <laughs> who's who's let's hear about your guilty pleasure <laughs> okay 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 here we go um all right so my guilty pleasure is a song called orinoco flow by oh Enya. and here's okay. a little clip introduced to the song from my cousin who moved here yeah. to los angeles from mexico yeah. Okay, yeah and he, with him he brought his fucking love of your old dance tracks and enya and i have like crisp clear memories of him listening to this record and my older brother being there too and me just falling in love with the, the plucking chords at the beginning oh, and just yeah. the way it was so ethereal, and mm -hmm. it's no, it's like nothing I'd ever heard before. I hear you. And I absolutely fell in love. I only started to see it as a guilty, like I was ashamed to like it, because yeah. it was licensed to be on the Enigma Moods album, remember? With all those <laughs> super <laughs> cheesy fucking songs. It was on <laughs> Bad I record. I remember the cover. Yeah. It was like that really bad, like yeah. '90s, like computer graphics. Yeah, or something. and it had like a beach on it somewhere. And there's like a song with like priests chanting oh, and. Man, I, oh, no, I consolidated my debt into one easy payment. It's like, what you're yeah, and there's like heavy <laughs> breathing over it. It's supposed to be like some sexual fucking new age kind of. Yeah, yeah, was, new age. It was it like yeah, it was supposed to be age, like some yeah. new age record. Yeah, it was. It was a really bad record, and it was it was a fucking record all of us made fun of. <laughs> yeah, of course. And of course, I joined in because it was a fucking bad record. So it's like that kind of like a. It's kind of jar like verging on adult contemporary territory. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It fucking totally hit that. So I. It fell and plus I was like getting into Riot Girl and Punk and yes, all this yeah, shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's just did like, not have the cred. Did not have the credibility. That, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it fucking blew me away. And to this day, when I hear those like that digital chord from the Roland D50, that's that's the kind of keyboard oh. that was used. It was the yeah. Pizza Gogo patch. Um, a little backstory on Enya, who's yeah. a multi-talented fucking lady. Yeah. Um, Enya's, I think she's like the fifth child of like nine children. Wow. And she was born into a family of musicians. And she speaks her native um, 
Ulster dialect. It's it's like a dialect of Irish. Oh, Ulster? Is it like, is she from Northern Ireland? I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard Ulster being referred to in Northern Ireland yeah. and stuff. And so she speaks Ulster, Latin, and English fluently. Wow. Okay. And she sings in these languages. And yeah. she studied classical music and Latin as a kid. Wow. And she actually hoped to become a piano teacher. Like, wow. she had no aspirations to be like famous or well, like some that's kind usually of... how it goes i feel yeah, you know yeah, what i yeah. mean i feel like yeah. i hear a lot of stories where people never expect to be famous i, I think that's how yeah. it is yeah and it's... for people that like strive to be famous it doesn't always work out well for them no exactly you know? yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah um the song was named after uh the studio that it was recorded at which is orinoco studios oh and oh okay however it uh because orinoco is a river in the south of, in south america so it, it also included uh, you know She's singing of like from Bizau to Balao to <laughs> the shades of Avalon, from Fiji to Tyree <laughs> and the eyes of Ebony. And that's when it's like sail away, sail away. Yeah, yeah. And also, okay. this fucking you know damn well the song was featured on some kind of cruise line commercial. So that's oh. why it was like cheesy. It's like. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I think I might have seen one. I can't remember, but yeah, it's yeah. A, that's like a slam, you know, that's a slam <laughs> yeah. dunk for that. Yeah, totally. She she was like such an amazing artist that when she signed with Warner Brothers, the the head of Warner Brothers, like she stipulated in her contract that she didn't want deadlines. She didn't want pressure from the label. She didn't want to hear shit from them. She just wanted to fucking make music and have artistic freedom. And they were like, do it fucking take 70 i think it was like seventy-five thousand pounds they gave her and she right had like a two contract like a two album contract yeah which is fucking unheard of nowadays because yeah. people are like we're gonna give you this contract and you're gonna give us a single so that yeah. we can fucking make our money back yeah and it's unheard of no yeah and she never embarked on any kind of tour really she's oh never toured she's toured less than daft punk that's yeah. impressive she's never toured um i think like on that record uh, sail away mm -hmm. i think there there was two 200 layers of vocals Whoa. on that one song so you can imagine like how much went into fucking like constructing that album Wow! and um it was like painstakingly recorded for certain sections and um i think on average i think minimum it was like 90 tracks of vocals just to get that sound during the final stages of recording this song, Enya tripped and and um, it resulted in in two really bad cuts across both knees, and she continued and to sing and lay down the vocals on this song, but she was like on heavy painkillers and sitting at a desk. And quote, it says, "In the studio with one foot propped up on cushions." Okay, imagine like being almost blackout on painkillers and yeah, still laying down wow. some beautiful ethereal yeah, vocal like that, wow. like. Sail away, sail away, sail away. So I want to, I'm going to finish off my little tangent on Enya here with um, some appreciation for the Roland D50 and the Juno 60 synthesizer that were both used to make this song. And the Roland D50, I would say, essentially shaped the sound of the 80s because mm -hmm. um, it was used in like the Taylor Dane song. Uh, tell it to my heart. Oh, like, it, tell it to yeah, my it's heart. like almost every eighty song fucking used this to like um, Paul Abdul straight up not tell oh, me. Like yeah. that song was yeah. entirely made on the Roland. The yeah, opening of Bad, you know, it's like 
That was no way. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then Snoop Dogg ended up using it later on in Gin and Juice. Like, it's what? That's iconic. That is <sighs> yeah. That is very very yeah. iconic. I'm a nerd for gear. Like I fucking love <laughs> I yeah. love this kind of shit. And I just want to give a shout out to those two instruments because I fuck with Enya. I love wow, the shit okay. out of that woman. That is wow. That's really that's, cool. Yeah. That's the end of my song. What is what's your next song, Suze? All right. Well, we're gonna take it back to the '90s once again, um, and we are going to have everybody get up. It's time to slam now. Yeah! We got a real jam going now. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. No, that's well, right. that's the and wrong song to you. You got you know, the sound. I used, it, I used to sing it like, um, come on in, slam, and welcome to Japan. <laughs> I was a kid. I didn't know any better. I didn't know what it said. <laughs> but, you know, that also makes sense. I mean, it doesn't because I don't think they're talking about anything. But, you know, that's somewhere to go to. That's maybe true. maybe they're on tour and yeah. they're talking about, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're talking yeah. about, a, a, you know, being on tour in Japan. You never know. I'll stand. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You. Okay. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. It's not illogical. Thank you for being it's not illogical. kind to of my inner child. So I have a really interesting history with this song. I mean, okay. I don't know if it's fascinating or anything, but it's a little bit. But it's you. Yeah. I guess it's me. It's, it's you. a little it's personal. Yeah. Um, I actually did not see the movie to see Space Jam until about four or five years ago what yeah i yeah i never saw i had no interest in seeing it i mean it's a basketball movie it's a sports movie i don't know i just never had any desire to see the movie and i didn't until yeah like around 2014 2015 yeah well welcome we we love having you yeah thank you (laughs) yeah it's been uh but the funny thing is people associated me with that song for years they had the no, Quad City DJs? I think so, yeah. I think they knew I liked the Quad City DJs. Yeah. And so people associated me with the Space Jam song, despite the fact that I never saw the movie. Wow. And I don't think a lot Have of people... Have you heard the song, though? Oh, yeah. I love the song. Okay. I listened to the song. I think I you bought the... You didn't know the... You didn't I guess, see the movie. Yeah, I didn't see the movie. Yeah. I don't know if I told anybody. I thought I did. Yeah. But I remember telling a friend maybe, like, last year that, like, I hadn't seen that movie until, like, recently. He was like, what? Because, <laughs> like, everyone associated you with that song. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I didn't ask for that. I didn't yeah. plan that. It just... People, for whatever reason, yeah, I, it was the weirdest thing. And so another one of my friends was shocked that I hadn't seen it. She owned a copy of it. She let me borrow it. That's the first time I saw it. Oh, wow. I did end up seeing uh, it at one of those like outdoor screenings, which was absolutely hilarious. I think that was the way to see it. Nice. You know? Yeah. So I did I did catch that. It was in Pasadena. It was pretty funny. That <laughs> That's, that's my... Um, bizarre personal connection with the song. I mean, it is, you know, I mean, for people who, who know I like 
the Quad City DJs, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's like, I mean, it is such a bizarre song. It really is. It's a bizarre song. Yeah, it's a bizarre, yeah. It's a cartoon movie. Yeah, but, it's, it's so bad, it's good, I feel. Yeah. It's a terrible movie, but it is so funny. It's, yeah, it's, it's good it's, to see it a screening, though. It's pretty fun funny. fun fact, hmm. the original website, the original. It's still H- up, right? It's like still Geo up. It's thing, t- yeah. From 1996, fucking GeoCities HTML website. That GeoCities thing, yeah, it is still up yeah it is it pretty is fucking hyperlinks funny. visible yep. like it is still very it's that's it's, funny it's still it's up still that up. is so yeah. funny it's still up it's I a mean, relic it's a relic it to is what a, websites used to look like when we were fucking first surfing yeah, the web man. it is a relic i mean i don't think the sequel in 2021 with lebron james is going to be the same i'm sorry excuse me you didn't know that yeah there's no. going to be a sequel in 2021 with lebron james i'm sure the quad city djs aren't going to be you know aren't going to be in it but anyway um i just want to get a little bit of background on the quad city djs they um have three members jay ski um johnny mcgowan cc lemonhead <laughs> real name nathaniel orange is that my name <laughs> lemonhead <laughs> sorry i'm just okay <laughs> i don't know why but reading these names out loud are making me laugh okay okay quad city djs um the members are uh, Jay Ski, real name Johnny McGowan, CC Lemonhead, real name Nathaniel <laughs> Orange. Still making you laugh. <laughs> it is. I mean, I read this and I don't know why it's still making me laugh. And Jelana Lafleur. Okay, see that wasn't okay. Funny. So Jay and CC first partnered in 1998 in Jacksonville, Florida. They were first in a group known as Chill Deal. After they dissolved, I didn't know that they reformed as 95 Cell. Remember what? that woot there it is, which yeah. sounded a little like you know woot there it is sounded a little like too much to woot there. It yeah. yeah, and I think another episode we can discuss the uh, connection there yeah. or whatever. We'll have a ninety-five South episode. Yeah, right. Hey, I know. So yeah, I didn't know they they were in ninety-five South. Okay, and then they also produced sixty-nine boys Tootsie Roll, which makes sense, but I didn't know that either that's yeah what a connection i did not know that either and then finally they became quad city djs in 1996 and they re- they recorded come on ride the train yeah. which is mentioned before it's and- a choo choo <laughs> what a profound lyric yeah there. i know right well it's I a choo choo train i know <laughs> i still I my favorite I song i think i, I think i and own three different versions on vinyl I, oh i don't blame you that's a song that you want more than one version of <laughs> yeah but i did not know it was apparently a rap remix of barry white's 1974 theme from together yep. brothers i think you might have told yeah. me somebody might have told me yeah. but i was kind of like oh. i think i played it once on one of our live streams oh, okay i need to listen to it yeah. again okay. it's really good it's yeah it's Without any kind of electronic, it's like a live band doing doon it doon Okay. It's purely instrumental. There's Interesting. no, there's no okay. vocals on it. Wow. It's, a, it's a really good, it's like a minute long. It's really oh. fucking good. Yeah. Well, they took that sample and ran with they it. They fucking did a great job, mm-hmm. dude. And Hey friends, editing Liz here. I don't know why I absolutely feel compelled to play you the Together Brothers theme. I pulled it from my own. Vinyl stack and also the Come On Ride the Train by the Quad City DJs. Uh, it's a really fun sample. And here it is. Back to back.
Train was number three on the Billboard Hot 100. That makes sense. But for some reason, I they are more well known for the Space Jam soundtrack. Really? And I did not realize that the Space Jam soundtrack uh, was certified as six times platinum. And what? Yeah, six times platinum. And I get the film opened at number one in the North American box office and grossed over 230 million worldwide, becoming the highest grossing basketball film of all time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, poor And I haven't seen that, Slurred. by the way. So maybe I, I haven't either, and I have oh. no plans for yeah. it. Please, nobody at me because I don't fucking care. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. That wraps it up with Space Jam. What's your next guilty pleasure? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so my last guilty pleasure. It's not my last. It's my last song. Yeah, but it's, yeah. Is by a little group called The Venga Boys. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the I'm, song is called We Like to Party, The Venga Bus. My internalized homophobia would not let me enjoy this song because I was like too cool for stuff like this. Well, well, I was a raver like back then, so I was like, whatever, you know. I think, yeah, this song came out like in '99. I yeah. think I was like in ninth grade. I was just like too fucking cool. Like, right, I understand that. I, I was just, I was so fucking homophobic for not liking this song. Um, <laughs> but on, okay, here's the thing though. I liked it. I just never wanted to tell anybody. Yeah, of course. I fucking of liked course. it. Of course, yeah, of course. I just didn't want to tell anybody. Of this course. song was a fucking jam for me. Oh yeah. And not because it was on the fucking Six Flags music. Uh, oh well, that thing. came years later. That yeah, was like, like yeah, that was years years later. Yeah. It's like, My mom asked me if that was like real, like if that was somebody dressed up as an old person or if that if it was really an actual was. old man. It's like, why do you want to get on his fucking glucosamine tablet so you can have those bones when you're that age? What the fuck, lady? No, she was just kind of like, what? Like, is that real? Like, <laughs> yeah. She genuinely. <laughs> a lot of people thought it was. I mean, Deirdre last night was telling me that there was like a a. a What's it called? A uh, uh, not a rumor, a uh, urban legend that <laughs> it was Dustin Diamond dressed in. <laughs> it was what? it was Dustin Diamond dressed. They had put like old man makeup on him from Screech from yeah, Saved by Dust- the Bell. Wait, what? That they had kind of like how like Marilyn Manson was either ru- rumored to be like Paul from the Wonder Years yeah. or the uh, older brother from, from Mr. Fam- Bell. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Yep, exactly. Just like that. It's like obviously these urban legends were like popular before the internet was oh, really right. in yeah, everybody's yeah, homes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I loved the fucking song. It's it was so catchy. Oh my I god! Fucking, yeah. Oh yeah. I could. The one minute of me hearing that song, I'm going for fucking years. Okay, yeah. it's, 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 it takes me no. years to get that song out of my head. I understand. It's <laughs> that is an earworm too. That's yeah. that is for sure an earworm. And it's crazy because it's like this song was uh, a part of rave culture very heavily, but now it's yeah. very much affiliated with like sports. Oh yeah, know? right. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. So a little backstory is the group was. Um, they were originally founded because they were really good at throwing illegal beach parties in, in 
Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so it was a brainchild of those two music producers, uh, Wessel van Diepen and Dennis van der Dreisen, Danzig, Dansky and Del Mundo. And <clears throat> the group consists of lead female vocalist Kim Sassabone oh, okay. and Denise Denise Post von Rizwick. I think the J is a Y. Rizwick. Yeah, okay. Rizwick. Okay, good. Go, go, Liz. <laughs> and and male vocalists Robin Pores and Donnie Laput. Damn, I La Latupierisa. La, yeah, Latupierisa. I didn't realize there were so many. There was a lot of members here. The two women stayed consistent, but yeah. the two dudes oh, constantly changed out. Okay. So I think in total there there must have been like ten members. And right. the party album soared to the top of the charts in over twenty countries. Wow. 20 yeah. Countries. Global. That's hit. a lot of fucking places no that is i mean i was living in in london at the time and that was a huge hit there was too. it was it oh it yeah, was huge was yeah i mean not huge? surprisingly but yeah yeah and i'm gonna end it on this amazing fucking conclusion in 2019 the venga boys hit we're going to abita is yeah. back on the charts in austria in the wake of a scandal that took place on the spanish island of ibiza in 2017 a video appearing to show the deputy vice chancellor Heinz Christian Strasch offering lucrative public contracts to a Russian investor in exchange for campaign support has been dubbed Ibiza Gate and swept wow. Austria. Yeah. So oh, I, wow. <laughs> yeah. So fucking it blew me away. I love the fact that um uh, up to 20,000 people chanted the min mid-temple millennium classic outside the chancellor's <gasps> office in Vienna last month, calling for an end to the government. And I, I love that that would have loved is, to be there. Dude, that song is yeah. so fucking brave, and they're fucking playing it as it a is protest such song. A, it's such a brainless like, party <laughs> anthem. You know, it's such a brainless, mindless like party song. The, yeah. You know, people were fucking like getting shit-faced to it and fucking and whatever, partying. And I, yeah, I cannot believe that turned into a political statement. I would have yeah. loved to have been there. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would have loved to there have seen that in person. all over Twitter. Oh, I'm seeing, okay. Google, I'm, uh, like, look it up on I Twitter. There's have to watch it. of people <laughs> just fucking chanting the song yeah i love that it. i love that that blows so my mind congratulations on re-entering the austrian charts with welcome to ibiza and, and enough for it to re-enter the charts yes. not it was not just like a you know they're just out there chanting it it re-entered the yeah. fucking charts yeah it's not That's... like they gained two thousand extra youtube subscribers like yeah they got reloaded the chart so i'm gonna end it on that congratulations to the venga oh boys for re-entering the number one chart we wow. fucking love you. I, yeah. I love it. That is one of my favorite parts about the podcast is like we're just trying to research some songs for the podcast and we just find <laughs> we out these across, random fucking yeah, facts, you know? Across the coolest shit. So yeah. random. Yeah. yeah. It's so fucking funny. I love it. I love it. Like, I don't think I would you have known that if we, you weren't researching it for the podcast? Well, no, I saw yeah. it through Twitter. Oh, you like, saw it through I Twitter? Saw, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And actually... It, it was serendipity because I was already like writing about the Venga bus and this was last month during yeah. DragCon. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> when fucking when I saw that tweet, I was just like, I, f I have to fucking use this song. I fucking I have to give them the homage and just show my love and congratulations on that song becoming a protest song. For real. I, yeah. For I fucking, fucking real. I love wow. it. Well, that concludes my, uh, our little segment. Um, do you have any um, thoughts? Didn't you have some corrections you wanted to do really quick? Oh, yeah. So in the last episode, when I was talking about Elastica, I, 
you know, mentioned um, a few Blur albums. I erroneously said that, um, uh, I think I said that Blur's 13 came out in 1997. Mm-hmm. No, that was their uh, self-titled album. Okay. That had song two in it. Okay. 13 did have coffee and TV on it, though. Okay. I mean, I just outed myself as a very casual Blur fan, okay. so I got my That's album okay. mixed up. We call and those local fans? E- there, yeah, there you go, there you go. And I think, yeah, I think 13 was still written about uh, Justine Frischman, but yeah, I did get uh, some album titles and dates mixed up. I right don't on. know if Beetlebum from their self-titled in 97 was written about her, but it was apparently written about heroin. So, oh, okay. yeah, good times, everybody. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. Heroin is... Delicious. Mm, I beg to differ. No comment. At not like I don't know how I would know that, but you know, um, it's my favorite um, dinner to have on a spoon. Yeah, it's like. Well, I recommend <laughs> it over. Oh, okay. Good, good to know. <laughs> oh good my to know. God, I don't know if you should put that in the. <laughs> I can I can bleep that yeah. out. Actually, it'd be kind of funny to do a little okay. bleep. So I'll, I'll bleep you out there, Susanna. Yeah, we don't want to expose you to the children's. You know. Oh I mean? my God. I'm not ready to lose half a million. YouTube I don't oh, know geez. why I resort to talking like that. I think I'm just like... Just as long as you're smashing that like button. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes this yeah. episode, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, let me change that. That concludes this episode. Ladies and gentle them. Because I'm trying to be a little more okay. gentle and neutral. All right, all right, all right. Um, there is a Twitter user I took that from, and I got to remember who that is. I will fucking... I will for sure credit that was a queer person who came up with that. I'm not that original. Anyway, check out otherorbit.com. What am I supposed to say? Check out anotherorbit.com. Okay. Check out anotherorbit.com for our website. It's just other orbit. Um, check out. No, check don't us worry. out. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I know. I looked at you like. Are you? No, you're not. I'm the one that does this. So, check out another orbit. <clears throat> check out otherorbit.com to find out what Susan and I do on our nine to fives, and also to find the information to all of our socials, including our mix cloud, where you could hear our first couple mixes that we made for the first few episodes. Yeah, the also, first two episodes, one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, follow, go to Spotify, search user Other Orbit. You can find our public playlist we have there. For episodes three. Yeah, I think I have a Britney one, too. Oh, okay. I have a Britney one. I have a a Spanish music one, too. Oh, yeah, okay. And it said episodes three, but I meant part one and two of episode Uh three. But anyway. And email us at hello at otherorbit.com or another orbit pod at gmail.com whichever you prefer search us on instagram you can find me and suze there suze is at suze f e f f i'm kaliza with an underscore at the end on instagram find us on twitter do whatever you want um please don't forget to like subscribe rate if you like the podcast if you laughed even once please (laughs) share the podcast with your friends uh with yourself subscribe please just thank you yeah smash that subscribe button (laughs) yeah and with that we say adieu goodbye good i mean goodbye i mean not forever obviously but till the till the next time till next time time. yeah for sure bye bye